Yeah. Kids would have thought it was hilarious, yeah, but it was, a, it was a different time back then. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, yes. So, uh, who likes to party? We uh, like to party. Yeah. I okay. don't know. So, wife is a... Uh, started watching another murder show. Is that what it's called? No. <laughs> they should just call one that. Another Basically murder show. Is. Like, it is generic enough that they're just like, here's the place that it takes place in, uh-huh. and it's about murder. It's called Midsummer Murders. Oh, yeah. I know what that one is. I mean, I've never seen it. So it's like the... Uh, it's British, right? <clears throat> yes. It's sort of like the... Very British. <laughs> it's like the Murder, She Wrote thing, where like, no matter where she went, someone would get murdered, except in this case... It's just the exact same location every time. So if I remember correctly, Murder, She Wrote had uh, had a more solid MacGuffin in that she was like a uh, in that she was like a consultant for the police. Well, maybe, um, but she became a consultant after time. Like, oh, I, like I, I mean, she her started main, out as just like an author, right? Yeah, she's a mystery author, and she's like way smarter than everyone in the yeah. entire world because you know she's very creative right. about how murders can happen. Yeah, and then the darker theory is that she was in fact committing all those murders in secret, <laughs> right? Yeah, and used it as a cover. Um, and she had an in with the police, mm-hmm. so they never investigated her. Yeah, yeah. wow, that's the most notorious killer. Because Happy of all Days' time. dad trusted her implicitly. What Happy Days' dad? He was always Tom involved, Bosley. too. Yeah, Tom Bosley. So he would follow her around, he too? He was like the sheriff in the main place that she stayed. Oh, I see. In Most of the murder happened in one town in that show, too. Oh. Wasn't it she like a small town in New Hampshire or some shit? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was definitely... So murders just at, like, coming to visit? It was definitely Yankee Town. Uh, I don't remember exactly where it was. Sure. But she also went and visited all of her many, many friends. Oh, of course. Dear friends. Of course. She had... So many very close friends that she only sees once in her entire life. <laughs> How many episodes of Murder, She Wrote have you watched? I'll, Would you say all of them? Uh, I mean, if watching counts like as passively as possible, then maybe. Sure. <laughs> so if, if watching means hearing, then for sure. Yeah. So um, it does not. Uh, those are two different <laughs> senses. Uh, uh, but it is... It I is, have synesthesia. Uh, oh, cool. Oh. Ooh, so you've tasted Angela Lansbury's face yeah. <laughs> visage. Because <laughs> that's the thing, right, where you're like, like you see a specific thing and all of a sudden you taste peanut butter or like, mm-hmm. right. like you hear a music and all of a sudden everything's purple. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Um, or the or guy, like your shoes are talking to you again. <laughs> or there's like a guy who sees, he perceives the world in numbers. Whoa, really? Yeah. It's weird. That's bonkers. Did he, he says, create paint by numbers? I don't know. He says he like went to New York and he felt like he was just surrounded by nines. Oh. Like giant huh. multi story nines. <laughs> That's real weird. Yeah. Um the, I mean I wanna say I wanna like like in considering this, I want to be like, man, that's awesome. There's like a magic to the world for you that like, but there's no chance it's awesome. Right? It's got to be it, like incredibly. It's a living hell. Yeah. It must be. Also, like, I'm really curious, like, what range of numbers he sees. Yeah. Like, just ones and zeros. And then those nines. <laughs> yep. Wow, that must have really blown his mind. Yeah, no yeah. wonder it was so stressful. everything else is in binary. Ah! <laughs> yeah. He's a, a very confused robot man. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, you know, a robot man in New York City that's just confused. There's only one thing left to do. Roller disco. Speaking but I wanted to talk about the new murder oh, show. Sorry. God, we got off on this whole so right. murder she wrote um, tip. I got a I got a I got a lingering point about murder she wrote first. Uh, fine. It's just now occurring to me uh-huh. as I consider the MacGuffin for mur- murder she wrote and uh-huh. the the just the sort of basic plot in general that uh uh Castle is just a very regressive murder she wrote. Yeah. Yeah. Like let's take a let's take an older, brilliant, charming woman uh-huh. uh uh and replace her with I could come up with a description, but Nathan Fillion. Yeah. <laughs> like that's pretty Nathan much Fillion that makes, type. That, makes right. that makes the point. Yeah. Um I I think the distinguishing feature aside from Nathan Fillion's penis in that show <laughs> was that he was an asshole. Yeah. I think that's part of was the he? idea yeah. of that show. Yeah. I have never really watched it. Um, I, uh, neither have I, but I, I'm sh- I, I picked know that I've up s- somewhere. I know I've seen some portion of it, and I don't recall that being the case. Um, 
Uh, I think he's just like arrogant. And it's not just it's not just a gender thing. There's a there's a serious like Hollywood like you know entertainment production ageist component to it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we got to update this, make this woman significantly more penisy and young, <laughs> <laughs> and nostrily, and not yeah, definitely nostrily. Yeah, um, I don't remember what Lansbury's mm-hmm. nostrils look like. Neither do I. That's how you can tell she's not nostrily. That's enough. a great point. That's a great point. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. Okay, what did you want to talk about with Midsummer Murders? I, there's this weird. I always wondered why they spelled Midsummer wrong when I see the title scrolling past it in Netflix. <laughs> Midsummer. Yeah, it's it's a place. It's just well, okay. So my wife loves it. Yeah, but like, I can't explain why it is the most grating, <laughs> horrible. Like it hurts my soul. Like. And it's not like... Is it just because it's not good? No, it's, it has nothing to do with the content of the show. It's just another murder show. Mm-hmm. But, like, it has that Man, specific... Man, that, that was the absolute worst body count song ever. <laughs> <laughs> but it has that specific, like, uh, like 80s BBC look to... like yeah. Oh, like the refresh like, rate is turned up too high like kind of thing? in color, but it's so gray. Yeah. Like it wouldn't be like it would be less gray if it were in black and white. <laughs> yeah, and whereas like you know we shoot movies in like like twenty three or twenty four frames per second and TV generally in thirty frames per second. The BBC did this thing for a while where like for some reason they're like yeah you know what we should shoot this in thirty one point eight eight frames per second. You know why? That's gonna make more sense to people. Yeah, it's like everything about it is like violently bland. Like. <laughs> Like and the and the sound like it's all British people talking very quietly and, uh, and I'm aghast repressively. Mm-hmm. And then like all of the sound is like if you hear like church bells, which t- come up so often. They're yeah, why so wouldn't they? loud. Why of wouldn't they? they? Yeah, of course they come up often. <laughs> You're in midsummer. It's just like yeah. you know the midsummer church bell festival <laughs> during which all murders occur. Mm-hmm. And like I, I I think I'm the only one. To, like, feel it. Like, Laura loves it. And it just makes me fear. Like, the you, show you mean, makes me You mean furious. Mike's wife. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, no. It, it, it's, like, one of those, like, it's, like, I, I assume it was designed specifically as a dog whistle for you. <laughs> yes. Um, are dog whistles supposed to make dogs, like, it just enrages them, right? I, I, <laughs> that is I not have no the idea. Purpose of the dog whistle. <laughs> okay, that's that's all. It's always been my assumption that dog whistles <laughs> just enrage dogs. Like it's a very high pitched tone yeah. that yeah. seems aggressive. I assume it would enrage them. How do you know it seems aggressive? You're it's very even... high. It's so high pitched I can't hear it. That's pretty aggressive. <laughs> I I guess. Like, do you hear the sound I'm emitting right now? Yes. Oh wait, are you talking about the new sound? Yeah. No. See? That's an aggressive thing I did to you. I made a tone so high only I could hear it. I don't know if that's aggressive. It's just sort of like selfish. Yeah. Are you sure you weren't just like passing like air through a hole in your eardrums or something? Like, Ooh, yeah. It's still a sound. <laughs> if air is moving, it's a sound. Sure. Fine. Great. Anyway, Midsummer Murders is evil, and I'm the only one that evil. understands. Yeah. Ooh, speaking of sounds. How large is the town of Midsummer? Is I, it a county, or is it a town? I actually think it is directly, like, what Hot Fuzz is based on. Oh, sure. Like, aside from oh, American really? action movies. Like, the thing about, like, Shaun of the Dead was so, like, dead on for zombie movies, and then watching Hot Fuzz, like, I loved it, but, like... As a satire of American action movies, there was a lot in it that didn't really make sense yeah. to me. And now that I've seen Midsummer Murders, it, I make I understand it completely. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, I mean, that's not the only one of those shows there are. Right. She is going to discover at some point in time that Netflix includes 1,000 of those shows. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, and they're all, they mm-hmm. all take place during a church bell festival. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, another... Have you ever seen... Have you ever been forced to hear the, I think, I think, I can't remember if it's called the Murdoch Mysteries or the Murdoch Files. Oh, that was what she was watching just beforehand. The Canadian one? Yeah, the Canadian where it's like, 
every episode Murdoch to show how smart he is in whatever decade it's supposed to be in the past he's uh-huh. like someday there will be some very obvious modern invention that everyone yes. now uses yes tongs <laughs> yeah. uh, Canadian eyeliner man yeah. uh, progresses the 1800s yeah. beyond what could be possible yeah. and there was, there was definitely, or like the 19th there's one episode where he like definitely says something along the lines of like oh I you know like eventually there'll be a network of abacuses or whatever <laughs> like just something <laughs> Something ridiculous where it's like predicting the internet. Uh-huh. I guess, a, it, I guess, more culturally like specific would have been like slide rules or something sure. like that. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of noises that not everyone can hear, okay. I almost went insane yesterday yeah. when I had, was wearing this hat, which no one can see. It's a cap. It's a mustard colored cap. Yeah. Okay. So I had tossed it on the ground outdoors for a bit. Uh, As one does with their hat. Right. When I had like other, I had like ear, you know, suppressor things. I was using a power tool. Wow. Ear suppressors? You know what I'm talking about. This old house us real quick. What were you doing? Uh, I was cutting stones for our mother. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So (laughs) I'm back at my house. I have taken this hat. I have hung it on a hook on the wall. Wait, are you who makes Steve Gutenberg a star? (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Took me <laughs> <sighs> Once I realized it, it could not be allowed <laughs> to pass. Guess. Anyway, so I'm standing in my kitchen. Uh-huh. Uh, my wife is going to take a shower because we're going to go somewhere. So I'm standing in my kitchen. Our bathroom is upstairs so I can like hear the you know shower running. And I suddenly hear this other noise. And okay. I was like, what is that noise? And then I think, like, oh, maybe it's just the shower. And I'm like, no, that does not sound like water doing anything, like whether it be good or bad. <laughs> uh and then it was just like this. Was it fracking? <laughs> Maybe. Because <laughs> uh, that's just water and walnut shells. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so then like, it seemed to stop. And I'm like, okay, never mind. And then it kept then it came back. And I was just like leaning. Na- I was just near the ha- where the hat was hanging. Okay. Just for context later. Uh, oh, well, well, too bad. Oh, we'll never know. That was the most torturous story in the world of the English <laughs> show. <laughs> Why are we even listening to this theme song? We've established a whole new show. Yeah, uh, uh, a whole new show that we established suddenly in the middle of a show. Yeah, now people are expecting it. Productions don't design themselves, Mike. A good theme song. Yeah, good theme song. Great theme song. Got a reproduction design, that bad boy. Yeah. Uh, 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 never mind that theme song. Here's the theme song. How bad cast. How bad cast. How bad this is around you guys? How bad cast? No, it's how bad cast? How bad cast? How bad cast? How bad cast? What happened? How bad cast? How bad cast? How bad? But yeah, no, you can't do it. You're right. Uh, you're right. Uh, finish your dumbass story. <laughs> anyway, so I'm thinking. Then I think it's my phone. I'm like, phones make noises. Uh, the dogs outside. I knock on the window to make the dogs have eating garbage in the Hold yard. On. Hold on a second. Don't yeah. finish your dumbass story yet, Mike. Hello and welcome to How Bad Cast. Uh, with me has uh, as has never been established. Uh, Dan Linden and Steven Montenegro. That that's me. I'm not the one telling the dumbass story. Yeah, I'm Dan. Just... Okay, so your cap was making the noise the whole time. Well, yeah, it turned out there was a little bug in it. That's it. <laughs> like trapped that's, in the that hat. was the end of the story. Was it one of those beetles that's uh, around, like it's kind of big and it's molting, and it wanted to put skin in your cap. It's no, like a, it was like a, like a weird little fly in this flappy. Is it still there? It's like no, a but it was in this little flappy do. This is like an episode of Alfred Hitchcock Presents that ends with their soup coming out, kind of cold. <laughs> like that's the terror at the. It end? wasn't a terror. It was just insanity because I was like, what could possibly be making this noise? Does your cap have a crazy like secret documents? Yeah. Pocket. Yeah. It's a flappy do. Yeah, like a like an Air Force captain's hat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In case I need to hide a secret message to the Allies. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's uh, a weird rumble sound happening. Yeah. Is that coming from my hat? <laughs> Everybody touch your things and see if it's yours. Uh-oh. Is this going to make it worse? Maybe. Okay, no one knows what it is. Whatever. Great. Well, hopefully we're getting it all recorded. Yeah, it might uh, be gone now, though. Yeah, maybe it was somebody like... Oh, you know what it was? It was the joint in someone in, in a mic stand, like, creaking. Oh, yeah. Settling. Yeah, these are getting, these are getting like, kind of aged. Yeah. Maybe there's a bug in it, like my hat. Oh, maybe. 
Ooh, you know what I need to like make the uh, oh to continue a conversation from last podcast that everyone oh, yeah. was dying to know about. Yeah, let's let's bring that back up. You know, it would like uh, uh, solve this like weird. I'm going downhill sitting position uh-huh. is one of those weird uh, chairs where, where you like, like knee yeah, me? one of those yeah. weird knee chairs. Oh, Do you, yeah. Can you even get those anymore? I think everybody decided, oh, this is very dumb. <laughs> I mean, that's probably true. Oh, uh. but it would be perfect for this situation. I, like, what was what's this supposed to be the point of those? Like, uh, uh you're 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 already wait. in God pleasing position, or it, it makes it so that you're more squatting than you are, or like you're more kneeling than you are sitting. So like you have less ass pressure. Oh yeah, because oh, so you know for your ass. Yeah, yeah. you know. You, you know what's what's much more comfortable for everybody grinding their knees into something instead of sitting on their butt meat look the, the human ass was not designed for to be sat upon it's not, i think it was specifically designed to be sat upon it's about distributing the weight you've got half uh, knee grinding and half ass pressure oh oh is there some ass pressure in there yeah you have like you have like the basically both your ass and your knees are at forty five degree angles, and you're sort of making a Z. Wait, how does your ass get at a forty five degree angle? Because like they're okay, so like, so like your your knees are on like this a is very compelling. Audio. Like you have a forty five degree angle coming up that your knees rest on. Yep. And then, like, you have another 45-degree angle coming up from that that your ass rests on. Oh, oh yeah. it's like those transit benches where you're not really supposed to sit down. You're just supposed to lean on them. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's yeah. exactly like that, except with a knee. Pad. But with a knee component. Yeah. yeah. For God-pleasing position. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, because I imagine those chairs were created by very Scandinavian monks. Probably. <laughs> like, mm. you know, you know all those monasteries in, like, Finland? Yeah. <laughs> we're getting too much... Uh, pleasure out of using our butts to sit yeah is there a way is there a way that we could please god by being even more uncomfortable in our most basic tasks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i mean that seems to be kind of and then we'll just say it's efficient right. later on right. when we realize oh yeah no one here ever actually cared about god we were just afraid of like getting invaded by someone that did do finnish people consider themselves scandinavian or are they mad to be grouped in i think i think if if I recall correctly, and I am definitely going to speak with authority on a culture I know nothing about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I think that there's like a North Finnish people are like, no, we're not even Finnish. Fuck you. Oh, fun. Um, but then the rest of Finland might, I think, is like, yeah, we're not Swedish, so shut up. <laughs> um, Great. let us let us not be Scandinavian. Right. I think they. I think they feel like they're. I, I think they feel more like you know. Russo Estonian type of zone. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, their language family is not the same as like Swedish and Norwegian. Yeah. I know that, or Danish. Great. I know that. I know that much. That's the thing I know. Yeah. The, uh, Why do you know that? I know things about language families. It's the. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a thing I know. All right. Jeez. Oh no, the thing is back. Oh, it is. Is it just in our headphones? I don't know. I mean, we could check, but uh, yeah. I'd rather just keep continuously bringing it up over the yeah, course so of the podcast. Yeah, because that way no one will notice. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way. Yeah. Just to make sure that no one notices. If you point something out it every few minutes. It kind of sounds like when a bottle is capped and it has a different pressure level than the outside room. All right, let's find out. I'm opening this bottle. And then clunking it onto the table. I wanted the listeners to be clear that it's a real bottle. So, uh... This is the Musique Concrète episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what that means. It's a old form of uh, early electronic music that is French. Uh, I get uh, it. That um, basically oh, is it French concrete blonde? Yeah, it's French concrete blonde. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, no, it's just a... It, it, basically what you do is you get sounds like construction sounds mm. or birds mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. and then sample them into music. Gotcha. Uh, that that whole like throwaway line. So it sounds line. like Midsummer Murders. <laughs> oh, because of the um, church bells. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there are some church bells. There are undeniable. Although I I I, I gather some would argue that that's cheating. <laughs> when it, because there are like instruments. No, sure. Yeah. When uh, when someone gets murdered in uh, Midsummer, is there always a cut to just like a couple of loud birds flying away? <laughs> Murder. No, actually, no. like they make. The weird thing about this show is like it's all like the 
like low like low energy british stuff and yeah. then like when someone's about to be murdered they bring in like sort of uh horror movie like uh like horror movie sounds like it like like like, like screechy violins yeah it's like screechy violin or like uh. like upsetting theremin or like something <laughs> <laughs> yeah hmm normally theremin is spooky or futuristic yeah I'm thinking of a more upsetting vibe. <laughs> uh, don't you think there's a better instrument for this? Well, you're what we've got, Jerry. <laughs> Theremin that. Yeah. Like do they like like someone's playing the saw a lot? Oh, yeah, that'd be amazing. It is uh yeah, it's very much like that. Right. Um I uh wish I knew how to play the saw. Figure it out. Yeah. I mean, do you so so, I mean, I could Google this, but uh, I'm, talking to, I'm talking to the two of you right you now. Yep. I get that. I know how it works, dickbag. <laughs> like, do you need a special saw? Are there specific musical saws? I don't know. That's a great question. I mean, I imagine some are more flexible than yeah, others. Yeah, I feel like it needs to be so... long enough to be Yeah, but I mean, is, is it like, do you, do you need a saw that like is like, is it one of those things where you couldn't really saw anything with it anymore? Like, it has evolved to the point where you get a music playing saw. I'm not. I mean, at this point, probably. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I don't want that. I don't know. It seems like you're cheating if you get, like, a specifically designed to be like the old That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, old school, I bet it was just sort of like whichever one was around. Yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's what I want. Yeah. I, I, think want... You, I think you just have to murder a lumberjack and take his saw. Jesus. What? And then you make the bow out of the hairs of his chest. Jesus. I think that's the only way it works. Wait, how long is the chest hair on this lumberjack? Well, I mean, he's, he's obviously... You have to tie them together. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and he's obviously hair suit. Well, sure. Yeah. He's a lumberjack. Dan. I understand that, but like... Don't be an asshole. Still, like... You can't, you can't take a shortcut and use his beard hair. It doesn't sound as good. Or head hair. Right. Those don't sound as good? Yeah, you oh, need secondary, uh, secondary pubic hair. Mm. Not not pubes, no. right? And not beard. Yep. So tertiary pubic hair, I guess. Chest. only yeah. chest hair. Like I mean, yeah, you might be able to use leg. Uh, sure. I mean, if you're poor. If it's a shorter lumberjack. If you're poor. <laughs> if it's a shorter lumberjack, <laughs> yeah. Like and he doesn't have as much, like he doesn't have much real estate to cover with chest uh, hair. Oh, sure. I see. Yeah, but it does lead to a lower quality. Uh, bow. Yeah, because you didn't earn it because you killed an easy uh, yeah. target. Yeah, because you had to kill a smaller lumberjack. Look, I'm not you saying I'm up. not saying this is a good thing. This is just how the world used to work yeah. back when people We're played civilized. Saws. We're civilized now in the age of Trump, Dan. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess if you couldn't, if you're like you couldn't take the horse's tails because you had to tie the logs you just cut down to the tail so the horse could drag the wood back to your farm, right? Oh, uh, no, they used carts, you fucking moron. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm trying to connect our hair bullshit story together. <laughs> um, hey, so I recently realized, and this was very disappointing to me okay. when it occurred to me, I am probably, I'm only 36 years old. Mm -hmm. It's not that old. Sure. It's not it's not really old by any measure unless you're like nine. Sure. Or if you're or, nine, or a marketing guy. Or lived in the age where you played a saw that you just found lying around. <laughs> yeah, but by modern standards, it's not old unless you're like nine years old. And if you're nine years old, turn off this podcast and go to bed. This is not for you. Yeah. Also you're dumb. Oh, oh no, damn. And you smell like poops. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, nine year old. You're you're doomed to be a well, maybe you can use this pain to really go out there and achieve something. Yeah. Yeah. Suck it, Caden. Um, <laughs> Improve uh, yourself, Caden. But not, like, all the way to, like, a Randian degree. Like, don't turn into a huge asshole. Just, like, you know, just to uh, apply yourself without, that, like, getting real judgy about it. Is that, like, the... Is that the uh, is that the threshold that everyone is carefully trying to manage when they're parenting? It's like, okay, encourage your children, but don't, like, Paul Ryan encourage your children. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, anyways. All, all of those are great points <laughs> about the thing I'm about to say. <laughs> they're all very relevant. Uh, uh, we'll tie them back. Sure. Um, I'm only 36 years old. Yes. It occurs to me that I already know with near 100% certainty. Yeah. That I will never in my life 
use one of those two people saws to cut down a tree. <laughs> How do you know that? It seems very unlikely at this point. Come I on. never say never. I have used one of those saws. What? Really? Life. Yeah. When? Oh, glimmer of hope. Yeah, guess what? Uh, How old are you? Go to a rural area during a festival and you use one. You get to, like, compete to use one of those saws. Oh, that's true. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, no, no. I want this to be functional. I'm not. I'm not. I will not sat. I will not be satisfied you, or you settle for. You have to actually be doing something yes. in the industry. I will not be satisfied <laughs> or settle for some timber sports bullshit. So it has to be. It has to be either like you have to be in the industry or for your own survival. Those are the rules. Yeah, or what just if? or just because I'm helping out a friend, okay. right? Like maybe a large tree half downs itself on yeah. uh on a friend or acquaintance or just a neighbor because I'm neighborly yeah. property. Yeah. Maybe then I get to use one of those saws. Yeah. But I'm not like, I'm not going to like, yeah, I'm not going to like. And then after. Like, like wood forest fest sure. in green forest, Wisconsin, up in the woods, woods or yeah. whatever okay, they call so it. So what about, what about this scenario? What if like you're working for like an independent contractor, but they have been hired to cut down the trees, not for industry but for aesthetic uh, purposes, one of those like Scottish. Uh, oh, for like a caber toss. Yeah, yeah, that's functional. Toss. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah, like yeah, but yeah. that is specifically ripping off, <laughs> ripping off some cabers. That's functional. Yeah, like that's that is that's that's not necessarily the timber industry. Yeah, but it is for industry. Sure. I can imagine they did something with the wood that got sawed at that festival thing, right? They probably. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you think they just. Like I, I I don't know what festival you're talking about, and I haven't been to neither it. Neither do I. But I'm skeptical. Yeah, they're probably just like, well, <laughs> wait, you you haven't been to it either. No, I was at it. I just don't know what it was. Oh, cool. <laughs> it's like, hey, a random festival. Bet they got one of those big saws here. <laughs> Maybe a turkey leg I can carry around as well. Probably what happens is at the end of the night they're like, well, games are over. Tie those to horses and throw them in the river. Some people like take a time off of college to backpack. Yeah, why Europe. were you at the pony I... murder festival, Mike? <laughs> Uh, you know, I just uh, you know wandered Minnesota. You Ginsburged your way through. Wrongs. You legitimately don't remember where you used one of these saws. No, or why? Well, I I remember why. Cause was there turkey legs? Because there, there was, was a, a girl involved. Yeah, I was dragged to this. Sure, uh, but was there turkey legs? I don't think so. I think it was more of a like. Like a bratwurst in a cone type festival. This is more a bratwurst of... in a cone. <laughs> yeah, have you never you never seen that? No, you don't, you don't know that. Like, what do you hold on? <laughs> Let's think sidebar. <laughs> Will you just stick it in the cone like a waffle cone? Yeah, you get like a paper cone. Uh huh. And then you coil up some bratwurst in it, and then sometimes there's some crowd underneath it. I was going to say, like, there's got to be some crowd in the cone, And then no one really quite knows how to eat it. Yeah. But it's a thing. Wait, so, oh, so it's not even just, like, sticking out of the cone? No, no, no. It's It's not that type of bratwurst. It's like this cone. Yeah, it's like the curly type. So, like, this is before they invented cutting a little piece of... (laughs) Cutting a bread almost in half. And stuffing it in there. No, I'm pretty sure it's a modern occurrence. So for the celiac crowd. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> or just the like uh, uh, no carb thing. Yeah, you as Hollywood, long as you don't eat you the paper Hollywood cone. liberal types. Yeah, with your non bun eating. What? Why? <sighs> yeah, why don't you drink your brats out of a cone? Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, you got one of them Hollywood yeah, you're, cones, huh? <laughs> gotta wait for it to melt first. Is that is that the deal? Maybe. Are you Is looking it like up, a snow cone? Are you cone? looking at a bratwurst cone? Yeah, I'm trying to find a good picture of okay, a bratwurst cone. Cool. What? Is it like the exact same cone that you? Yeah, it's like you, a bigger version of that. Yeah, it kind of looks like you're putting like you need to add oil to your car at the gas station, except mm. it's got a sausage in it. Yeah, this, yeah. Then there's meat that's already contained inside of other casing. Yeah, inside of it. I see. Interesting. Yeah. What was the point of putting it in the casing if you're going to hold it with something else? Well, I mean, if you wanted to actually drink it, then yeah, you should take it out of the casing. <laughs> I don't know. And just kind of slop it over your mouth. This is so odd. I have no idea what else we've talked about over the course of this the whole podcast. I mean, we were wondering what type of food was at this festival that you don't remember being at. I mean, it clearly wasn't bratwurst cone because no, you would have had that seared into your memory for yeah, all time. I I think I would have forgotten my own identity and only <laughs> focused on bratwurst cone up until this point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not finding a good picture of this. 
Well, well, well. Interesting. I mean, I'm finding some pictures of it, but none that are, like, interesting and demonstrative enough. Oh. All right. Well, we'll take it up with the flat earthers. <laughs> like, it's like, uh, plateaus are giant tree stumps. Are volcanoes real? Do bratwurst come in cones? Those are the three main investigative points of flat earthers. Do you think they're for or against this thing? I don't know. Great question. Yeah. What, what is the likely, what is the likelihood of flat earth with cones that contain so i think it depends on what type of i think it depends on what type of flat earthers they are there are types yeah because there's the there's those that believe that the earth is secretly flat right and then there's those that don't believe in round just the concept and then there's those that just can't perceive of round Uh then there's the really dumb ones that are like have you ever seen a map it's flat dummy Mm -hmm. You know what? Looking at these photos, uh-huh. it seems like uh, it was all just buns the whole time. And huh. just, <laughs> well, kind of. Really? It seems like, uh, yes, there is a paper cone uh, or like, you know, a crumpled paper. Yeah. Like, but it's only because there's only just a tiny amount of bun in the middle of the bratwurst. What? So you can just grab it out of the cone, hold it by the bun and eat the bratwurst down to the bun. Oh. Huh, huh. Yeah. So the cone is just like a, a tool. Yeah. I see. Yeah, it seems to be it seems to be the case. Now this is it's like, like it's like it's basically like the sanitary paper with which they hand you the thing. Yeah. So they're not touching your thing. Yeah. None of this. You don't want you don't want a dude on the street touching your sausage. No. I mean that's just. <laughs> so what kind of food was at this thing, Mike? No, oh, I mean it was just like you know like church cheese curd. Food. Oh. No, I really want to eat. You just have locals making Literally whatever they can anything. make. Oh, in like bulk. ham buns. Yeah, ham buns. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very common concept, Dan. You get a bun, mm-hmm. put ham on it. Yeah, generally I, it's either pre-buttered or pre-mayoed. I got it. Yeah, I, I get it. At your fancier, at your fancier uh, graduation parties that happen in a community room in a church basement. Your fancier to-dos. I don't yeah. want a ham bun now. <clears throat> yeah, I would, it, I would you, you get your choice between mayoed and mayoed choice. and buttered. Wow. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, at your fancier to dos. Sure. Like you know the type of party where you're gonna where you where you're gonna button up that flannel. Yeah. I was under the impression many of those communities were anti-choice. Oh shit! Wow. But um, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, here's something. Oh, speaking of uh. Uh, weird conservative religious culture. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay, let's do this then. I just learned today of, uh, w- like this is the weirdest appropriation I think I've ever seen. So I saw some, uh, someone on the social medias with like something of like, I love my husband, like hashtag trad life. What? Right. Yeah, yeah, I think they mean like traditional marriage and yeah. blah 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 blah. Oh. Like I'm a woman and I my place is in the home and blah blah blah. So blah, who is this person that put this on the social media? I don't know, just some You should say their name so that people can find them and make them feel bad. <laughs> don't do that. Actually, <laughs> yeah, but... Uh but what I love about it is I was just like I like that's what I assumed it meant, and I'm just like, is this like a thing? And I so I clicked on the hashtag to see like what else came up. Uh-huh. But what I've learned is basically what's happened is uh is like a certain subsect of like internet Christians have basically appropriated this hashtag from traditional archery enthusiasts. <laughs> what? So like most like the trad life hashtag is uh. like started from traditional archery, <laughs> and people are like, yeah, got my bow out. Tra- hashtag trad life. <laughs> well, okay, so so now it's this amazing mix of people like I'm killing gonna... deer with bow and arrow, and then occasionally just like a woman like holding her children. I. First of all, yeah. are you sure that they're separate? Well, um, great point. Great uh, point. Because is that not what the dude should be doing while that woman is holding her children? That's true. Yeah. And, like, is the dude, like, talking about how great it is that he's not using, like, a complex pulley system on his bow or whatever? He's just, like... Yeah, are these Amish archers, Dan? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, I think they maybe respect the Amish archer, certainly. Yeah. Third of all, and 
God help me. I can't believe I'm going to do this. I'm going to defend these crazy these crazy Christian folk. Sure. You know why? Because that hashtag made no sense for the archers in the first place, <laughs> and it was bound to get reappropriated oh, from no question. Uh, from underneath them. Yeah, I mean, this is on them. Absolutely. Like there is no, there is nothing even close to specificity in that hashtag. Yep. How much Amish archery is going on? Like it's not like they, like. You know what? You might be reading too much into this. (laughs) You might might be scrutinizing my sentences too heavily. Let's get back to scrutinizing Dan's sentences. (laughs) Come on. Or the hashtag creation skills of traditional archers. Sure. Which is poor at best. Yeah, subpar for sure. Um, Like trad arch wasn't a thing. Right. Or like, or was that already... Just throwing a syllable in there. Was that already being used by people that are like, ugh. Everybody's not putting keystones in their arches now because of modern construction <laughs> methods. I support only trad arch. That would be amazing. It was already in use, so they yep, had to go with something yep, else. Yep. Like, and you, you don't want it to just say tradarcher. No, I mean, that'd be our, weird. Our concrete infrastructure is crumbling. Maybe we need some trad arches yeah, out there. Yep. No, none of these bullshit gusset plates. It's back to a simpler time. <laughs> yeah. When you just had one really strong rock yeah. that held all the rest of the rocks up. Yes. And if physics did not allow a trad arch, God didn't mean for you to cross that river in the first place. <laughs> Unless you could cock a wagon. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I'm still not certain was actually a thing during the Oregon Trail times. <laughs> Where were they getting cock from? Uh, maybe they using mud or some shit. I Probably imagine just it just meant something else back then, yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. dumb. I hate Tradcock. It. Tradcock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because there's no chance that that hashtag is going to get misappropriated. <laughs> hashtag Tradcock. Calk. Calk. Yeah. Say it right, Dan. My call. <laughs> God damn it. Oh. Huh. Um, great. So. It's unfortunate or great that uh, when you really go out of your way to differentiate between Call. the two words, yeah. it just makes it sound like you're saying the one word with your mouth full of the other word. Aha! Or the one word with your mouth full of that same word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter which one, actually. Right. So how long did you spend looking at photos from this hashtag? Not very long. Like, at least an hour, though, right? No, like, it was really... Like a couple like, of days? No, it was just enough to see mostly archers and occasional... <laughs> Family pictures. Like women holding like 11 children. Right. Like, it's kind of disappointing that none of the dudes involved in this are like, yeah, look at me with my with my huge amount of progeny. Yeah. Like, that's like... Well, they're too busy archering. Oh, that's a good point. So, yeah. So, it does actually ar- argue in in favor of the notion that it's these are not the distinct yeah, hashtags. It's all one yes. and the same. This is a one specific and distinct, but... Unified, yes. Internet subculture, <laughs> yes. Heterosexual married couples who enjoy archery <laughs> or raising children based on their binary gender as assigned to them yeah. uh, by the good lord with archery. It, God made people made the genders through. His... You know, it's possible that these people still believe in a sort of cupid, and that's how that they uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. that they came to be married. Yeah. Um. It seems actually quite likely. Yeah. Uh, or like, uh, you know, uh, all, all of God's children. women. All of Cupid God's children. shot your dicks off Exactly. In all of God's children start as men because uh, we were made in God's image and uh, God is a man. With a huge, <laughs> like, bulbousy Cthulhu-like penis. Yes. With a massive, beautiful white penis. <laughs> and it's Cthulhu-like. Yes. And if you cut off any of the tendrils, three more tendrils grow in its place. Yeah. Mm. It's both a Hydra and Cthulhu and God's penis. Wow. And then the uh, the the spurts turn into sea the creatures. The spurts? The spurts. Do you mean his ejaculate? I don't know. Which, uh, which demigod was created from a dick being thrown in the ocean? <laughs> uh, oh, Jason Statham. <laughs> That's right. That'd be amazing. I mean, you think Jason Statham's ever been thrown in an ocean? Uh... uh I was suggesting no, he probably was a like dick. a Hollywood pool. Oh. oh, yeah, like yeah. Although at the same time, like, who do you think who do you think did that? I imagine that like Jason Statham at every Hollywood party that he's at is the guy that people like. You don't want to playfully push Jason Statham in a pool, no, not because he's the toughest guy, but because he's kind of a tough guy and definitely would overreact. Yeah. <laughs> he's the guy that you're like, 
you're like you're doing like some sort of arm punch game or something like that, and you catch him. Like you know that thing where you like hold a circle below your waist or whatever, and then right. you get to punch someone in the arm, like, and then you like you like catch him, and you're like, yeah, but never mind, because you're gonna you're gonna go smash my car with a cinder block, aren't yeah. you? Or I like mean, if in- you tried to push him into a pool, he would just grab the pushing arm and then break it. <laughs> yep. In and fairness- then choose to climb into the pool in a controlled <laughs> yeah, fashion exactly. under his own power. Exactly. Like oh, I'm just gonna walk in in my full suit. I don't give a shit. In fairness to our made up Jason Statham. Yeah. Yes. Uh, in the in the modern era of uh, cell phones in pockets, yeah. it is very wrong of you to push people into pools uh, unless you are aware of what's going on. Which is why anytime I'm within 80 yards of a body of water, I uh, do not take my phone out of my pocket. Uh-huh. Because the moment that you take it out and set it down somewhere, then you're fair game. Yeah. Oh, right. People can people pick you up. Use a uh, use some saran wrap to attach you to a to a handcart a furniture dolly. Oh. Toss that in the pool. This is very specific. It's fair game. Is that what tradcock is? <laughs> yeah, tradcock. Oh, sure. You just attach some people to the wagon with. Yeah, you tra- you you attach a jerk to a wagon, <laughs> toss it in a pool. And then hopefully, perfectly good wagon dies. <laughs> Now I'm just trying to like picture Jason Statham, uh, like matter of factly describing his birth, where his father's penis got lopped off and tossed into the ocean. <laughs> I mean, something you could just that might sound something. Yeah, <laughs> like that's sort of what I was trying to pimp him to, <laughs> pimp him into as well. But like, we'll wait. Like if oh. you need to, if you need a moment to get into character. <laughs> All right. So then, my dad's really got chopped up. <laughs> Lo and behold, here I come out of the fucking ocean. I've got incredible muscles. I've got incredible martial arts skills. And then they start making movies about me. Sounds more like... Wait, you think every movie that Jason Statham is in is a movie about him? (laughs) Yeah, that's what he does. I feel like that sounded more like that that soccer hooligan actor guy from Snatch. Oh, Vinnie Jones? Yeah. I thought Uh, Vinnie Jones was more like... You know that he's a soccer hooligan actor because he used to be a professional soccer player. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's that's what I meant by soccer hooligan actor. Yeah, like, so, like, the people on the other side of the line from the hooligans. Like, there's literally, like, they literally paint a line on the ground, and Vinnie Jones stands on one side and the hooligans on the other. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't say that quite right. That's soccer, comma, hooligan actor. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I for, This is actually on me because, as we've determined, I'm in charge of punctuation. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Callback. Uh, yeah, what were we saying, Dan? I don't know. I kind of lost. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Penises. Um, <laughs> the demigod that was created by throwing a penis in the ocean. Yeah, if you um, know the answer. There, uh, yeah. Just email us at howbadcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Howbadcast at gmail.com. Um, there's, it's, it's like Egyptian, like, uh, like the Egyptian creation story, like the old Egyptian creation story, right? Is that like one of the gods jerked off into his own mouth, spit it out, and that's then that became the earth? Yeah, Whoa. something like that. Yeah, yeah, the whole earth. Yeah, oh, like like Horus or something like that. Like jerked off into his bird mouth, chewed it up, <laughs> spit it back out, and that's the earth. Huh? Yeah, it got bigger. So it grew over time. So Earth happened because an Egyptian god got curious, basically. <laughs> yeah, like. Was a was like the most flexible thirteen year old ever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it will also, but that bird beak helps, right? Because oh, that yeah. sticks off the front. I mean, that's giving you like some, uh, like it covers a. And imagine how bendy you must be because he's only two dimensional. Yeah. I feel like that. I mean, like most creation stories are like God is bored, so sure. here we are. <laughs> God is bored. That's true, but normally doesn't normally doesn't spoo his juices into his own mouth first. That just seems there's like a the lot most of juice spooing, though. Like, there's definitely yeah. a lot of juice spooing. That's true. Like, it's either juice spooing or just, like, and then one of them just, like, got really angry and hit something really hard. <laughs> I imagine that we're going to title this episode, This One's for the Ladies. <laughs> I think that was Goodbye, the, uh, one female listener. Oh. That was the... What, what, females don't like theology? Yeah. Um... I said juice spewing a lot of times. I feel like the uh, the main thing that uh, uh, like monotheism is like big upped as like the crazy innovation that Judaism made. But uh-huh. I feel like their real selling point was, hey, everybody, our God isn't gross. <laughs> um, 
Let there be light. Less gross. Yeah, our God is less gross. He's just a jerk. Yeah, yeah he's just I guess a jerk. He's his, not gross. His cre- like his uh, his creative impulses are less gross. Yeah, but some of his other impulses are gross. Yeah, pretty gross. Um, I don't think Judaism didn't create monotheism, did it? No, but like people, they mainstreamed it. Did they? Because I, like, I assume that like no, no. Here's okay. Yeah. So Judaism, it didn't All mainstream. Right. Judaism is like when Facebook was still like only for college oh, students. Sure. Christianity okay. mainstream. Yeah, it. that's true. I mean, like, didn't like isn't technically Hinduism? Judaism made it cool. <laughs> isn't technically Hinduism a monotheistic religion? I think whereby, it depends on who you ask. Yeah, whereby all of the oh, different, like different deities are faces of the Godhead. Oh, you know, like. He-Man villain many faces. Yeah, but like when you get into like that side of things, you could like a lot of uh, things. Why are we doing this? Yeah, I I was legitimately interested <laughs> in uh, finding out if a thing that I believed was widely accepted as the truth. Wait, are you are you publicly coming out as Hindu? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. no. I believe a thing about the tenets of Hinduism, oh, okay. and I'm wondering if that is true. <laughs> I think very good. Um, I am. I yeah, it would be a weird thing. I mean, I don't know why I would suddenly go like, "Hey, you know what?" <laughs> Had like a couple of religions before, then realized, "Oh yeah, the concept of God is stupid and wrong." Mm-hmm. Um, but I might give Hindu a try. <laughs> hey, why not? Yeah. Anyway, everyone knows that the position of how bad cast is that Ahura Mazda is the only true god. Uh, what? So, <laughs> nothing. Is that a reference to something? Uh, it's Zoroastrianism? I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Great. Yeah, why, why, why do you know so little about Zoroastrianism? <laughs> I don't you, know. You've been, well in, you've been well informed and prepared on the editorial stances of this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This is one of those attack you episodes for me. Uh-huh. Every episode? Yeah. Like, but this is like, like, this is like, that's like the centerpiece of my contribution at uh-huh. this point. Gotcha. Time. Yeah. Well, Sahak's not here, so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We gotta get other people in here for me to attack. <laughs> if only for Dan's self-esteem. No, it's fine. Because these are devastating body blows to your psyche and ego. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, you're, you're torn apart by them. I'm, I'm really just, I'm fine. No, you see, like, people can't see this. Yeah. You're crying. I mean, I'm not really crying. I'm just, you know. Like. You're crying and you are yanking at your own hair. There Do is we, gnashing of teeth. Just from like a logistical thing that like clearly should not be on pod. But huh. yeah, do we do actually this. have a third chair here right now? Fourth like, chair. Fourth chair? Yeah, I got a fourth chair. Jesus. What? What does that say? That you just subconsciously were like, oh, there's only there's only a need for a third chair. If I guess I feel someone. like my abs are doing so much work. I can't possibly have something assisting me to oh, stay by the microphone. Sure. So you gotta get one of them knee things. God, yeah. my armpits are just like spewing juice into my mouth that I'll spit no. out and create the earth. What? The earth has already been created, Mike. You don't need not the s- smelly earth. Are you starting? Your- <laughs> you know, okay. First of all, that was one of the weirder Justice League adventures. <laughs> the oh. flash, the flash ran, the flash ran so fast that he opened a rift into the smelly earth. <laughs> It's exactly the same. It's exactly the same, but everyone stink stinks. Lines. Yep. Yeah, you just add some stink. Like, it was just a cheap way of repurposing old content. <laughs> oh, man. But remember that incredible crossover where a smelly Batman, like, <laughs> took control over Gotham City? Thor versus the Stink Hulk was pretty good, too. <laughs> the Stink Hulk. <laughs> Hulk must smell terrible, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Stink Hulk smells great. <laughs> <laughs> and it upsets Thor. Oh, no. I bet uh, I would. I don't actually know what an elephant smells like, uh, but I imagine really? like. Well, I could guess. I, guess. I mean, have you never been to a zoo? What zoo around here has elephants? I don't know. I think like Como. A, what? <laughs> like at least the Minnesota Zoo has elephants. It no, must, right? Yeah, we don't have an elephant. We have we, no elephants. We we as a state do we? <laughs> Pretty what? sure. I mean, there must be elephants in this state. We okay. at least have in the past. Okay, listeners, someone Google, is there an elephant in Minnesota? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then email us. Howbadcast at gmail.com. Howbadcast at gmail.com. Everyone update us on elephants. Everybody. Yeah. And honestly, if you don't live in Minnesota. Actually, tweet at us instead of emailing us. 
Okay. At HowBadCast. Actually, that I'll still get notifications about that. Damn it. There's no way to make um, this dumb thing not affect my life. Uh, <laughs> create a private Slack channel. Add HowBadCast <laughs> yeah, at gmail.com yeah, yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, add Mike's email address to it. <laughs> um, yeah, if you don't live in Minnesota, uh, just kind of check around where you live. Tell us if there's elephants there. Yeah. Like, I don't need them to be in the wild. They if can... you want to create a map, like, showing every elephant location uh, that... Yeah, Google lets you create custom Google Maps. Yeah. If you have access to, say... Elephant like, data. Yeah. Yeah. Captive elephant data. Like, yeah. if you're at some university that's tagged a bunch of elephants... Are you with the World Wildlife Fund, for example? Right. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to send a letter to every state asking them to give us all of their elephant data, Yeah, including their social security numbers. Yeah, 39 of them you can just write to the state's secretary of elephantry. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but a few of those backward southern states have about, eliminated the position for about budget like savings. Identity theft some elephants? Uh, I think... Do they... Like, that's not a good idea. I think the current theory is that we're going to suppress the vote of these elements. <laughs> it seems, yeah, it seems like that's that's what we're looking at. It's like, can we definitely determine that these elephants have in the past or would in the future vote for a party that is in no way associated with them and, in fact, the opposite party? <laughs> <laughs> then, let, You know what? Actually, by that logic, those it's elephants kind of, are fucking yeah. traitors. Yeah, it you kind of makes sense. It kind you know of makes what? sense. Yeah. You punish them. Ah, oh, damn it. Does this mean I'm on a... I think I've just discovered that I'm on board with the entire Trump administration. Oh, no. Oh. It is actually... Because the rest of you motherfuckers are traitors to America. I never... Like, this is the first time I've actually thought of this, but, like, it actually... Now that... Like, just thinking about, like, who he is and how much money he had at his disposal during... Oh, we're talking about Trump. Trump, not an elephant. Not yeah, a specific elephant, elephant that you're but thinking like, of. He had so much money at his disposal, and he's obsessed with showmanship. And now I'm almost shocked that no one rode an elephant yeah, into the convention. Never, he never rode an elephant, not once. Right? Like, what the hell, guy? I mean, I guess or like he never paid the Rock to fight an elephant like, or something like in that. In some way, paid for an elephant to be in the same place as him, or dressed up an elephant like like in like a flannel with the sleeves cut off and yeah. a kangle hat and called it Elephant I mean, Kid Rock. I guess he's I'm like sure a germaphobe and a coward, so that might have something to do with it. I'm sure that he tried to do all of this, but mm-hmm. like it, he never made it to stage before Ted Nugent shot the elephant. Oh, sure. Yeah. And like the establishment was just trying to keep him from but it. shot him trad life. Trad life style. Yeah, totally yes. trad life. Yeah. Yeah. While his wife was at home raising children. Yes. <laughs> which is probably true if he's married, uh, which I... I'm, <laughs> if you were out there, Mrs. Nugent, <laughs> I'm so sorry. But if you are a gun, Mrs. <laughs> Nugent, uh, you're probably doing okay. Yeah. 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 I feel like he would be like, he's trad life. He's going to like uh, fuck a crossbow or something. No, he loves him some guns, too. He loves too. him some guns, too. Mm. Yeah, he loves all the things. Uh, don't you remember when he had that like whole like mid-concert speech of like, Making either Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama sit on it? Yeah, his gun. I've, I always felt like Nugent's like gun love was more like just for the ideology of the thing, but well, his true love was like yeah, I mean like those sweet bows. At his concert, he will shoot a fake buffalo with a flaming arrow. <laughs> Trad life, uh-huh. but um, he still enjoys guns. Well, really, his real passion, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's become more and more difficult to hunt this way is getting one of those two-person saws yes. just dropping onto an animal and removing its head yeah um but since he married that gun and a gun doesn't have opposable thumbs yeah he has no one to do it with okay oh, Can, let's just circle back for one second though and acknowledge how impressive that would actually be <laughs> to just, just like drop drop out of a tree onto a bear with two a two-hand saw, saw decapitate them fast enough for Right, that would... I mean, if you start from the back, you get the spine, probably. Yeah, so, like, you have a better shot. So then you got more time. It buys you some time. Yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) but you would need... I feel like... uh, It's like passing a checkpoint in Excite Bike. Yeah. You get a few more seconds. I imagine you'd have to, like... What I'm picturing is, like, if you can't get a drop on them, depending on the landscape around them... Like, are we parachuting? This is what I'm saying. Like, if it depends on where it is. So if you can't come from above, here's what I'm thinking, is you run towards the animal... And then one of you basically like pull vaults over the animal while the other one holds on to the other end of the saw. 
and then you just sort of coordinate it in such a way where you just end up with the saw over the neck of the animal. And that's how the garrote was invented. Yes. Huh. It's like, there's got to be an easier way to yeah, do then, this. And then sawing heads off. Yeah. Like, I have sawed the head off of so many KGB agents. I have it's to imagine. It's messy every time. Right. Like, and the there's got to be a better way to do this. And the saw is way larger than is needed for a human neck. Yeah. And, like, why are we... It, like, you got to use a clean saw each time. Right. So we're... Why are we constantly sneaking these huge saws into East Germany? Uh, and and I, then there was the awkward phase where they had finally figured out to switch to wire, but they hadn't figured out to switch sides of the neck to start on, and they yeah. just kept pulling in for a kiss. Yeah. No, it, like, I mean, eventually you end up paralyzing the person and just thinking they want to kiss you forever. Yeah. yeah. You're like, I, do love, I can't kill this person now. I do love the idea of them, like, figuring out the wire, but, like, the size and requirement of a second person was still, like, in their brains. So, like, you just, like, toss the other end to your partner somehow. Yeah. Yeah. It's come a long way. I also love the idea of a uh, large Russian man in a movie suddenly coming around the corner and pulling a saw out of his jacket. <laughs> that is a dangerous move, right? Yeah, right. Like that. Yeah, that. That like you gotta you gotta wear special pants for that or something like that <laughs> for sure. Yeah, you do not want to Plaxico Burris a saw. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Like. I just love his explanation for it, too. Well, how did the gun go off in your pants? I was wearing sweatpants. <laughs> That's his explanation. Right. Like, I don't know if he did not anticipate the follow-up question. Why was a gun tucked into the band of your sweatpants? Yeah, it's always weird to me that just sweatpants at all are like... Exist? This, yeah, it's well, weird. Well, sure, that. But then on the next level, it's like that they exist. And then when people choose to wear them, it's like, this can hold a gun. <laughs> yeah. I assume that they must have had a tie. They must have been the tie sweatpants, not just using elastic to hold the gun up. I don't know, man. Yeah, like, like, is there a special store that you get, go to to get gun weight rated elastic <laughs> for the top of your sweatpants? I mean, or did he like, or did he just add his own? Did he yeah. DIY it? He's like bungee around the waist. I don't know. <laughs> like, like holding up your sack with a with a length of with a length of rope or lumberjack hair. Hey, bringing it back all the way. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, no, that was not all that useful. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any projects in which your callback abilities will be coming to play in the near future that people could see you in? Oh, uh, yes, maybe, depending on the show, because it's different every time. Improv. Oh my okay. God. Uh, yes, uh, friend of the show, Dan. So you're saying there are certain shows that you'd be on where callback no. abilities would not come into play? No, Dan, you're in the show. You're not a friend of the show. I, let me finish the goddamn <laughs> you're, sentence. You're in the show. Friend then. of the show, Dan Jaquette, and I are continuing our run at Huge Wednesdays at Huge Theater on 31st in Lindale in Minneapolis. Yay. $8, 8 o'clock p.m. Wednesdays in July. The 8th of the week. Yes. <laughs> Assuming that the previous week started on Tuesday. <laughs> right. And they always do. Right. As we, as we know about Tuesdays. When is this going out tonight? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's it. Okay. Steven? Nothing. Doing some, doing some things. Keeping them underground. Oh, underground. Oh, shit. All will be revealed. <gasps> sort of mixing tone. Yeah. In how I'm doing this. Uh, someone quick play the final countdown. Make it seem like a magic trick as well. You can always see me at the Galactic. How <laughs> many open mic? Every Thursday night at 10, sign up at 9.30 on Lindale. Uh, I've run out of things. You to left Yo, blast. Hang on. Well, where am I in the melody? Damn <laughs> oh, it. Nice. No, it's done. You got so close, though. You, it's actually... You like, got farther than I you expected. You left your blast off. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, like, yeah, you had to, you had to re-chamber that one up. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's perfectly fine, because yeah. you did so much better with that than any of us could ever have hoped for. No. It's way better than Dan's terrible Jason Statham ocean dick thing. <laughs> Jesus. That was mean. I can't believe you attacked Jason Statham's ocean dick. That's true. I'm yeah. sorry. He'll break your arm. Not if we're not near a pool. Oh, right. Uh, wow. Uh, well, uh, we've wrapped up the internal logic of this nicely. Yeah. Pl uh, plugging stuff really took 
the it went wind way more smoothly than I expected it to. Yeah. Well, you did it in song form. You yeah. had a melody and a so beat. So is to that the key? Yeah. The secret for you is if you do it in song form, you can successfully plug this open mic. Yeah, I guess it's sort of like the epic poetry. How you like? Oh yeah, you can remember so much more when yeah, there's some was, sort of pattern to it. That was the Gilgamesh of telling people to come <laughs> to your comedy open mic. Yeah. Uh, tune in next episode when the Gilgamesh is set to the melody of Duran Duran's "Hungry Like the Wolf." Ooh. Oh, you've got time to prep that one. Yeah. Uh, I guess I don't have to think about yeah, this during this episode. No, nope. you got two more weeks. Yep. Uh, uh, all right. Join us in a fortnight when uh, that will happen. Well, fortnight uh, and then the runtime of the episode. Most right. of the runtime of the episode. That's true. You will have to go through most of the episode, but, you know, you can skip forward pretty easily. Hey. Hey. What? No. I. Why would you want them to miss Dan saying something's completely stupid and then me saying, hey, that's stupid? Yeah. That's a good point. Also, if they're still listening, then they clearly aren't willing to skip anything. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> join we, us then. We uh, respect our listeners. <laughs> we appreciate them. Uh, we'll buy both of them coffee if they ask. Oh. Hmm. All right. I'll podcast then. So we are officially calling it that now? <laughs> yeah. I just feel like doing it. All right. Yeah, no. We've rebranded. Yeah. Like, you can't rebrand and then de-rebrand. You can't put the genie back in the bottle. Exactly. Yeah, you it's can't. It's an innovation that's going to save people so much time so they can do more work in some other way. Yeah. You're welcome, America. Until the robots take over your job of saying the name of this podcast. They're coming for you. On How Badcast. <laughs> oh.